Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close to the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. He's done it. He's done it. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight. Thanks to OAC Digital. Great to have OAC Digital back on board for season 2021 as a sponsor of this podcast, Behind the Limelight. Looking forward to another big season and it kicks off Sunday afternoon at GIA Stadium, 4pm, up against the West Tigers. Can't wait for it. Joining me as always uh, this season, uh, for most of the games, at least anyway, will be Tom Logan and John Croyder. Uh, Gentlemen, good to have you back. Yeah, good to be back and I think... Season four of Behind the Limelight, so good to see the program going strong. Yeah, we've had a few changes, and I just want to take the opportunity before we move on to thank uh, Raider Nick, Nick Rostesky, for all of his help uh, with this, getting this podcast up and running and, and uh, getting it to a point where it is. He's uh, actually doing another podcast now. Great to see Raiders podcasts out there. I think there's half a dozen now. There's Green Machine podcast, um, the, the Review with Blake and the Pork. There's the, the Raider Nick podcast. The more rated podcasts, the better. There should be one on every day of the week. So uh, jump onto your Spotify's and your uh, and your Apple IDs and all that sort of stuff, and and uh, check all those Raiders podcasts out. This is the official one, however, Tom. We'll be talking to players, uh, coaches throughout the season, having chats to them about everything uh, to do with the Green Machine and what's going on inside the club. Uh, and it's great to be back for another year. Yeah, I can't wait. It's been this off season has just dragged on for too long. I've I've missed. So much footy, I just can't wait. I got I got such a big kick on Sunday, Monday night, just knowing that you know footy's around the corner. Uh, and what better way to kick things off? Round one, GIO Stadium, Sunday Arvo, hopefully a packed GIO Stadium. GIO Stadium, possibility of you know near twenty thousand people. Uh, John, that, that's an exciting thing for the players. Oh, so exciting because the last time the crowd would have been that big would have been probably the prelim, twenty nineteen. Yeah, pretty yeah. much because round one last year was kind of just when COVID was um, was breaking, so it was a bit of a smaller crowd, and then we had reduced capacity. But great to see full capacity and a big Viking clap. Let's have a talk about everything that's been happening in and around the club this week. It's time to go around the horn. Yeah, a couple of big things happening uh, this week, and uh, none bigger. Then, uh, obviously, a couple of new faces back into the team uh, this weekend. Let's start with Sebastian Chris, who's been named in the centres for this game, John, and an opportunity for a young guy who's um, really put in uh, all the effort during the pre-season to get himself in a position. Oh, definitely. He came back right at the start with the, with the 21s, and he'd been training so well. Everyone was talking about how good of a shape he was in. He didn't play any footy last year. Um, but he's in, he's in great nick. Really impressed in the trial. I thought he he's actually added a little bit of um, attacking elements to his game. So really good to see him get a chance. Yeah, we're going to have a chat to Ryan James uh, in the second and third parts of this podcast today. And um, I'm sure Tom he's got some good stories to tell because he actually trained with Seb um, when they first came back for that 21s little block um, before the, any of the NRL guys came back. Yeah, yeah, he um, he's been obviously here right from the start. Obviously, he trained with the 21s when they first came back and. Uh, I was really impressed with Ryan in that trial as well. I think he, me and you, Johnny, were talking about, we're not sure, but I think he played probably almost about 80 minutes in total, probably even more. But uh, just the way he was moving out on the field, he just had this presence. He's just such a composing figure, and I'm just really excited to see what he's going to bring to our pack. Yeah, Seb, Chris, and Ryan James joining uh, the team this weekend. That also rounds up the top 30 for the season, John. That's 30 players plus a six development. Uh, if you want to check out that squad, head to raiders.com.au. Uh, check on the Raiders uh, squad tracker. That'll tell you where the squad's at, but uh, full book now. Yeah, exactly. And we've got um, 
a few guys who are on those train and trial deals. And it's great that we've got a New South Wales Cup team too, so those guys can uh, continue to get plenty of footy under the Raiders badge. Um, but it's a really exciting roster, like so much depth. I, I don't think I've seen this much depth. I remember like 2016 we had a lot of depth, uh, 2019 as well, and our depth got challenged last year, but because all those young guys have now played NRL, there's only one... Is it just Harry Rushton hasn't played NRL in our whole top 30? I think yeah, so, something yeah. like that, yeah. So there's like a lot of guys there that have got those uh, Raider numbers. I think there's like at least 30 guys in the, in the squad that have, have got that number when you take into consideration that a couple of them are in the development squad as well. So, uh, you know, really good to see. A couple of names that won't be there in round one, Corey Horsburgh and Corey Hauer-Naira. Uh, they've obviously been uh, stood down by the NRL. Uh, Horsburgh for one game. Uh, and Corey Harawiranaira for two games um, off the back of those DUIs. You know, disappointing um, for that to happen, you know, so close to the season. But uh, in talking to both of those guys over the past few weeks, they're really keen now to come back uh, and make, uh, you know, a real fist of it when they get back into the side and, and prove um, that they've uh, been able to overcome those challenges that they face. So uh, we wish those guys the best of luck. And, um, you know, obviously they'll be coming back in nice and hungry when they get the opportunity uh, injured players was a big talking point for us last season, Tom, and uh, getting a lot of those guys back into the side now, and no more important than Josh Hodgson, uh, the co-captain, who uh, is back after a successful trial game uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and looking to, to perform in this team. Yeah, he didn't miss a beat in that trial game. He was unbelievable. Everything that uh, happened for us went through him. Hodjo was outstanding. Uh, I, I can't wait to see him back back out there again. He's... He's just going to bring that sort of composure and I'm really looking forward to seeing how he's going to link up with George because I don't think we got to see a huge amount of that last season but um, hopefully that'll happen this weekend. Round one, Sunday afternoon, GIO Stadium up against the West Tigers. Can't wait, feels like it's been forever but here we are, round one, John and uh, the team's in and looking forward to seeing, uh, as we said, Sebastian, Chris, um, you get that left centre spot and an opportunity. Jared Croker probably still a couple of weeks away. Yeah, exactly. It would be really good to see him get that opportunity, as I said before, he impressed in the trial. Um, it also, it's really good that you don't, because you've got guys who are so hungry but also so talented, you don't have to rush someone like Jared back. You can get him right and make sure he's good for the whole season, which I think is really important. We've got a really good um, high-performance staff here. They'll, be, they'll have Jared's best interests at heart and... Hopefully, be, hopefully he'll be back soon, but it's really exciting to see Seb get a chance. Another player, Tom, who um, had a season uh, interrupted by injury and also some stuff happening off the field was Curtis Scott. Um, and, you know, he's been really, really impressive this preseason. And you sort of feel as though he's had the, the weight of the world lifted off his shoulders as he comes back into this team this year. Yeah, definitely. I'm really happy for the guy and I can't wait to see what he's going to add to the team this year. Uh, he looks like he's even bulked up a little bit in the preseason, um, and he was another player that I thought was unbelievable. Like really, some really strong. I mean, I know me and you have identified it a lot, Johnny, but uh, Curtis, I think he can sometimes add that really sort of dirty carries out coming out of our defensive end, and really looking forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, I really like it when he goes searching for the ball. Um, I thought he was really impressive. He kind of had a point to prove in the New South Wales Cup trial, and then he continued his good form in the NRL trial. So good to see him have a bit of a. A bit of a go, and then also Bailey on his outside. Like, mm. I'm really excited to see how he goes. Obviously, he got injured um, in that uh, round nine game against Melbourne, same game as um, Hodjo, and he was really starting to hit his straps. I thought when he got injured, so um, really be good to see how he goes. And obviously, need to um, replace Nick Kotrick as well, who scored a fair few tries for us last year. So, 
I'm tipping a big year for Bailey. Mm. Yeah, another loss uh, for the Raiders last season was John Bateman, and a lot of talk was who was going to fill that uh, void because obviously um, Batty was an international quality player and and offered a lot in his uh, time here at the Raiders. But um, Corey Harawir and Nora not being available for the first game and the way that he, this other guy's trained uh, through the preseason is Hudson Young and. I'm really excited about Hudson. For me, he's really one to watch this season. I think that um, people don't realise uh, what a presence he has uh, amongst this group. He's a really good talker, a great communicator, and, and he has good relationships with players around him. So I think, Tom, he's going to be one to keep an eye on this year. Oh, 100%. I, oh, I'm, I'm excited to see Huddy. I think he's going to really cause teams a lot of trouble. Um, you know, we've seen what he can do. He's... He just absolutely rips in and gives the opposition a, a torrid time. Um, I know there's been a lot talked about him in the preseason, but I, I think he's more than going to live up to that. Emerging Blues as well. He had that opportunity mm. over um, over the off season, and I re- what I really like is just how he thinks about the game. I've heard a couple of times him just talking about his own game and where he wants to improve and where he um, can sometimes just be focused on his individual battles and how he's really. You hear players saying to the media a lot, oh, I just want to focus on the team, but you can hear the reason why he's wanting to focus on the team and how it Im- improves his performances and that. I just think it's really good to have someone who's um, thinking so hard about the game. Yeah, it's going to be quite a big one out there on Sunday afternoon at GIO Stadium. We're going to preview that game uh, a little bit later in the podcast and we're also going to catch up with Ryan James next on Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. Well, joining us on Behind the Line Lab for the first time is new Raider and newly numbered Raider, number 374, Ryan James. Uh, welcome to the club and uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having us. Mate, you must be excited. Um, I've seen your social media over the, the past couple of weeks and let's go back to that photo, that famous photo now. You in the, in the Raiders Canberra Milk jersey back in the, the day. Tell us about how that came about. Yeah, it was just something that mum, mum used to be a Raiders fan back in the day, um, I think, so my brother was born in 1990, so that must have been the year they won. In 91, I was born, we lost to Penrith, and then it uh, must have been they got that jersey after the, the 94 grand final, so um, we've got photos of us dressed in sort of all those, but um, mum sent those through after I signed, she um, dug through all the photos and sent those ones through. Surreal now to be able to run out in a Raiders jersey, but... That Canberra Milk jersey yeah. is the one you're actually going to be playing in. A little bit weird, yeah. That's yeah, Canberra Milk on the front uh, back then, and now uh, get to run out uh, this this Sunday. Bit of destiny. Yeah, you must have um, you must have been hit up with a few mates, obviously asking for a bit of you know, obviously kit. You know, are they hitting oh. you up for you know get us a discount or get us a couple of free jerseys? Yeah, no, they've come they've come from everywhere. So I sent out a couple this week, but um, yeah, it's just great. It's great to be part of the club, part of the community, and um, yeah, I'm just happy to be a Raider. Talk us through the journey of how it all came about, coming back to the Raiders. I mean, or coming to the Raiders, I should say. Um, you know, you started um, the, the start of last season injured and you probably weren't sure where your future was going to be and, and all of a sudden um, there was some communication between yourself and the club? Yeah, so, yeah, I did my knee back in 2019. I think it was round six against Newcastle. I uh, got eight and a half months through that rehab and then, uh, yeah, just did it again in an opposed session. Um, Somehow I made a break in an opposed session, ran about 80 metres and got tackled by the fullback and then everything sort of just uh, didn't go my way in that situation. So uh, probably wasn't the best timing coming off contract, coming into your last year on contract and uh, not being able to play for a play for a contract was something that was tough and played on the mind. But I was lucky enough that I um, had a couple clubs ask a question and uh, what I was doing and 
uh, Raiders sort of jumped to the top of the list because uh, my missus' family, uh, the new partner's from Queanbeyan, so he always said, he was been trying to get me to Raiders for the last <laughs> three or four years, but um, yeah, he always said if we moved down, he'd move down with us, so it was quite an easy decision to um, come down, but looking at the depth of the squad, coming down, seeing the facilities and <coughs> just coming in and meeting the players and um, it was a very easy decision for myself um, when looking at the couple of ones that were there. I remember when you, you first came here, you didn't realise that this new facility was all just for the Raiders and it blew you away a little bit. Um, it must have been um, quite exciting to see the, the setup. and then obviously when you had a chat to Rick and the, and the rest of the group, you, you sort of knew that you'd made the right call. Yeah, I came down and yeah, seen the size of this thing, it's 120 metres long, it's all uh, the Raiders, so... Um, great facilities, yeah, great team, great coaching staff, great community. Um, it's probably been, yeah, hopefully one of the best decisions of my life. Obviously, right in the middle of the town, prime location, you know, all you got to do is just go across the road 50 metres and you've got unlimited coffee choices. Uh, you've been here for a few months now. What's probably the, the best thing that you enjoy about living in Canberra the most? I think it's just the community. Um, everyone's just been so welcoming. Um, everything, is, it's a really clean city. Um, we're not used to living in the city, but um, everyone's just been so welcoming. But just getting around and, like, within 15 minutes you can go out. Um, is it Uriara's Crossing, Cotter? You go out to places like that and you're back in the country. So uh, we lived on acreage on the Gold Coast and it's not too far to get out anywhere here in Canberra. You won't be saying, you know, you'll have Tuggeranong, Gungal and all those names down in Pat very soon, no yeah. doubt. Um, let's talk about your football. Uh, obviously you um, had the opportunity to play a lot of minutes over a couple of games in that trial um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it's led to you being selected in the round one team. I mean, that must have been a, a pretty exciting moment in itself to hear that you're uh, getting that opportunity in round one. Yeah, it was, and it was um, yeah, extremely exciting to be back in the NRL. It's been a, it's been a long time, and uh, just to get through that game the other day was was awesome. Um, it's been you know a massive burden on the back just to try and get through a game and to go out and push out at seventy minutes over a couple of games was um, yeah was was excellent. Um, they did it the right way. It was about 20 minutes each half of each game. So um, I didn't have to you know, get out there and start and get bashed and do all the hard stuff. So I just hopped on the end and did the easy stuff. But um, no, it was just good to go out there, uh, feel the contact again. Uh, the body was sore about two days later, but uh, you get used to it pretty quick. And it was just uh, it was just a great, you know, massive tick for myself. And hopefully this Sunday we can go out there and do the same. New role for you in this club. Um, not only did you have the responsibility of being one of the leaders in terms of on the field up there at the Titans, you're also the captain. You must, um, you know, as much as you love that position and that role, it must be nice just to be able to come back to a, to a um, more of a, a relaxed role in terms of just focusing on your own performance and making sure that you're, you're ready to go each week. Yeah, it does. It makes it so much easier. And we've got, um, you know, great leaders at this club, and that's younger and older. Um, I've never been part of a system where there's been so many good leaders genuinely from... The ages of probably held, say, a 34, 35, down to your Hudson Youngs and your Tommy Starlings and your Amray Goulers. And um, to have that, you know, that width of experience and, you know, when you think of experience, you go, well, grand final experience, semi-final experience and having it in all those aspects of age and how long they're into their career, um, it's massive for a club. And the depth this club has got is something I haven't seen in a long time. So extremely excited to um, play this year. All right, round one sees the Raiders up against the Tigers. GIA Stadium at 4pm on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be the first time we hear that Viking clap and could be a crowd of upwards of around 20,000 people down there to cheer on the boys uh, in the afternoon. Uh, Sunday over footy, Ryan. Uh, I'm sure you guys um, 
have got to go through that heartbreaking um, scenario where you have to watch every game of the round before it gets to yours. So um, try and keep a lid on things early in the week and, and keep that nervous energy you know, bottled up for the game. Yeah, I do, and I, I usually don't tend to watch too much footy if we're playing on a Sunday. I might watch um, some of the old mates play around, might watch one or two games, but other than that, um, you know, sort of just do my own thing, keep my mind focused on something else, and then probably a day out from game day you start thinking about it and thinking about your routine and get ready for the game. How's the preparation um, been? I know it's only early in the week for this game and the team's sort of just been finalised, but uh, you know, how's the, the build-up so far? Yeah, everything sort of that we've worked into the off-season has sort of fallen into place over the last couple of weeks and you've probably seen yourself the, the quality of training has just sort of gone to another level and um, that being execution, talk, defence, everything sort of just gone up that extra level and uh, that's what you've got to do coming to the season and it's been an interesting off-season where it's been a little bit shorter for some of the older blokes but they've all come back in great nick and uh, the younger blokes have stepped up to another level and it's, uh, it's extremely exciting to be part of this squad, yeah. Do you have any sort of weird uh, pre-game rituals that you like to go through? I mean, one of the most famous ones is I think Blake Lawson used to have a he banana had sa- sandwich. He had 15. He had <laughs> banana sandwiches and all this other stuff I mean, that he used to do. We've got one as well. We, we like to have an even amount of coffee <laughs> during the day. So is there anything that you've got or is it just pretty straightforward? No, I used to get up and mow the lawn. So I'd get on the ride on, get out there in the sun and mow the lawn. But Forrest Gump style. I've only got, um, <laughs> I've only got pavers here, so I won't be doing that. But um, I'll probably get up and go for a walk and go get a coffee and then come back home. I'll try and get up active in the morning, go for a stretch, and then uh, if it's a 4 o'clock game, try and eat. Yeah, if it's 4, I'll eat at 12 and then get ready for the game. Yeah, the, the team itself this weekend, obviously, um, with yourself coming in um, and, and such the depth of forwards that we have in the squad, a couple of guys have to miss out, but I'm sure that there'll be opportunities for you know the majority of this squad to get some football throughout the season because of the fact that you've got so many high-quality players within it. Oh, there is, and, yeah, and it's great to have that depth and then... Um, you think of times like Origin and just giving people a rest. Um, you know, you got your Papali who'll definitely play Origin. He's probably the best runner in the world. And um, your Nams and even Red, I think, can push for, you know, one of those representative jerseys. And um, it's just having the ability to, you know, choose the stronger side and then see if someone's sore and tired and give them a rest for a week. So I think uh, at the moment the team's actually got the ability to do that because we've got the depth. Really good story uh, is Sebastian Chris, who's come back to the club after having a year off. We've had a few um, things that he needed to sort out in his life, and he's come back in the training. And you trained with him uh, when you first came here in that 21 squad. You did a bit of training together, and he's just gone up a level every week. And with Jared Croker missing out for the first game, he gets an opportunity, and it's great to see. It is. I come in the train, and I was like, who's this guy that's just winning all the fitness drills? And I asked um, Elliot Whitehead, I was like, Sebastian Chris, he played. And he's like, yeah, no, he would be coming last. He's, I'm like, no, he's coming first and everything. So he was, he's been working hard from day one and he, I truly believe that um, you know, all that hard work has paid off because uh, he gets to start the NRL season and um, he's going out there this weekend and pulling on the green jersey. So um, it's a massive achievement for him. Uh, we were sort of talking about it the whole off-season. You know, we just got to keep working hard. Uh, nothing's, nothing's given to you easy and uh, he's just gone out there, done the hard work and you know, push for that spot and he's really, you know, he deserves it. Just on Sebastian, obviously yourself and Jack Whiten are well-established you know, Indigenous leaders in the game um, and to have another young Indigenous player come into the team um, must be a, a great thing for you to see as well from that perspective. Yeah, it is and that's why I sort of, you know, from the first day I was just trying to keep pushing him, pushing him because he almost looked comfortable at the front. Um, you can almost, yeah, 
if sometimes when you get that fit, yeah, I used to train with players like Will Zimmerman. You probably would have seen him back in the day here. He could just win it, but he wouldn't even be blowing. Mm-hmm. And that's what Sebi was doing. I was like, oh, yeah, mate, you just got to try and beat your own times because, um, you know, to get better, you just got to be better. And that's what he did. Obviously, you've just mentioned Seb and a couple of the other younger forwards. Has there been anyone else that's really sort of caught your eye during preseason? Yeah, I watched a fair few of the games last year um, when I decided that I was going to come to Raiders, and I was really impressed with Hudson Young. Um, just the way that he plays the game, he reminds me of like a Greg Bird-style sort of player and has that aggression about him. And um, when I came to the club, just his, um, his leadership, he's, he's a young player and he was just one of those players that sort of... Uh, probably hadn't played as much games as the older boys, but um, when he says something, you know, people listen, and he's not afraid to challenge the older players as well. So and I think he's a great player. I watched him play in the trials and I watched his whole back end of the, the season and he was pushing out some really good minutes and he had some good games and he's obviously got some room to grow and I think he'll be a, a really great player of the future. First up is the Tigers and every first up competition game is a bit of a lottery because you're not sure how other teams have prepared during the season and you haven't had a good chance to have a look at new combinations and stuff from other teams. Uh, how much of the focus uh, this week has just been on your own preparation or have you had, a, had an opportunity to have a look at what you think the Tigers might bring on Sunday? Uh, not too much. We sort of looked at their trial match and um, didn't realise that probably wasn't going to be their full team. So it is hard to sort of get a gauge, but you sort of can close to guess what their team's going to be and... Um, you know, they've recruited a couple of good players I think Jimmy Roberts is a great player on his day And James Tamao is a great um, middle So um, we're going to have to yeah, go out there And just keep playing the Raiders brand of football And I think if we do that we can go out there and get the win Alright we're going to bring this back this season and Except this time we're going to track it um, This is the Raiders uh, podcast predictions uh, Each week we'll give our guest uh, An opportunity to make some sort of prediction Of what they think might happen in the game uh, And also uh, Tom and John will um, combine for one and I'll have one as well and we'll keep a leaderboard and see who comes out on top at the end of the season. Uh, Ryan, we might start with you. Um, yep. Give me something that you think might happen in the game this weekend. I want to go Seb Chris for a double on that left edge. Um, I think uh, Jimmy not playing footy for a while and learning the new defensive structures and him being an ex-Raiders player and coming back and knowing everything that he has to do, I think um, hopefully it's a double that day. Yep, I like that. I'd like to see that. Uh, I'm going for... Uh, one that we saw plenty of times last season uh, and I think that he's got one in him this weekend and that's uh, Josh Papali. One of those little uh, close tries to the post just off a short ball from uh, Josh Hodgson who's returning to the team. Uh, so I'm going to go for Papa for a try in his first game. Yeah, um, oh, well, first of all, it's great to start with a new slate because I was woeful last year. So um, I've just got a feeling this week Curtis Scott's going to really cause the Tigers a lot of havoc and he's going to go over for a try. There we go, Curtis Scott, Seb Chris or Josh Papali. We'll check in next week and see how that went. Ryan James, thank you very much for joining us uh, on this week's Behind the Limelight. Really excited to see you back out on the field and, and can't wait to get out there and watch it on Sunday afternoon. Cheers, thanks for having us. There he is, Ryan James. That wraps up Behind the Limelight. The first episode is in the bag for 2021. We'll talk to you again next week.